Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy! Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Oh yeah, that's right. Your host, Matlock Humpty! I'm in a good mood. I played golf yesterday. The weather here in Dallas-Fort Worth has turned very pleasant. I mean, it is amazing. I was playing golf yesterday at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and it was 78 degrees. You cannot beat that. I'm stiffer than I'll get out. That's crazy, but it is what it is. Welcome into the show. So glad you're along for the ride. Hey, don't forget... I've got that October giveaway. It is still going on. If you are listening to the show, and I'm going to say something here, I'm disappointed because I've put it up on Twitter and on Facebook. So at Real Matlock on Twitter, over on the Cartel Matt on Facebook, I wanted to get 2,500 touches. I'm lucky if I've gotten four or 500. Come on. You're listening to the show. I'm telling you, I'm getting somewhere somewhere between 1,800 and 2,400 listens a day. Just depends. Mondays are worse. Wednesdays are the best. Fridays are in the middle. But I'm averaging right around about the 2,000 mark of people listening to this show daily. Thank you, by the way, for doing that. We're growing exponentially. And I just started a marketing campaign yesterday. So it's only going to get bigger. And the big announcement coming on Friday. You want, you're going to want to listen. Oh, and by the way, if you did not listen to Lock and Load today on America's Voice News, I've got Rocky Stucci on tomorrow talking about the Trump campaign rally up in the Twin Cities in Minnesota. So you're going to want to tune in. I'm telling you, they're two different shows. The podcast is a little bit more in your face. It's a little bit more edgier. I may say shit and damn and cuss a little bit more on this because I can't do it on America's Voice, on Lock and Load, but you're going to get two different shows. You should be should be listening to both, watching one, listening to the other. But I'm going to tell you, got Rocky Stucci tomorrow on Lock and Load, straight up 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern, America's Voice News. You can find that on your iOS, your Android, Roku, uh, your Amazon Fire Stick, Apple TV, YouTube, Facebook, where all videos are found. Please Go check that out because we're going to talk about it. The uh, mayor up there in Minneapolis is trying to uh, shake down the Trump, ad- the, the Trump campaign 
and uh, it's not going to work. Um, Trump's like, you know, we're going to sue you, and we're still coming, you little bastards. But here we are. Um, all right, got a great show for you today. This segment brought to you by PatriotMobile.com forward slash Matt. Yes, I'm back with the great folks over at Patriot Mobile. Please get over there if you're looking for great cell phone coverage, if you're looking for customer service that's here in the States that'll take care of you, patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt, M-A-T-T. And if you get over there, you're going to get a couple activation fees waived. You're going to get all kinds of free stuff because of me, because they love me. I love those guys over at Patriot Mobile. If you want to deal with someone who has the beliefs that you believe in, who is conservative, who takes their money and puts it where their mouth is, who back the NRA and Empower Texans and Susan B. Anthony List and the Independent Women's Forum and a bunch of other people, head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. Switch your big your service from big cellular, cellular to Patriot Mobile today. Patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. All right. A letter. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you. I, I started the I started the television show this way. I'm going to start the radio show this way. If I could stand up and clap, I would. It is about time that we have a commander in chief, a president in this great country who loves America. And by God, President Trump loves this country. I'm sorry, but it, you. It, you can say you don't like his Twitter. You can say you don't like his social media. You can say that it irritates you. It makes you mad. It makes you uncomfortable. And okay, that's fine. That's fair. But you cannot say that Trump does not love this country because he does. So the left's out here running this phony, this phony impeachment inquiry. We all know it. I mean, all of us in flyover country, all of us with brains, all of us blue collar, hardworking people out there who have common sense. And I think I can talk for you. I, I think you, I think I've got a finger on your pulse of how you feel because I'm that way. I'm that guy. I'm blue collar. I work for a living. You know, I do a radio show. I do a television show. I'm on the brink because of all you guys of being something bigger than I am, which I appreciate because that's the ultimate goal is to get bigger, is to become a fixture in your life, to become a go-to for information and entertainment in your world. But I'm like you. I'm like you. I have a job. I got to pay my bills. I get up in the morning and I shower and I and I put my clothes on just like you do. And and I walk out into my living room and, I, and you know, hang out with my dogs, make sure they go to the potty and eat and then I do a podcast and a and a and a television show and then I do my real job, which is finding people jobs in agriculture. I'm just like you. I'm no different than you. And, you know, my my friend calls me a celebrity. I think it's funny. It's an ongoing joke, but I'm really not. I don't see myself as a celebrity. Maybe somewhere down the road, I may be a trusted, you know, voice that you rely on. But my whole point is, I think I, I think I understand what you understand because I, I feel that way, and it is outstanding to watch the president of this great United States of America stand up for you and I, to actually go to bat for what's right. Because I'll tell you, I've been explaining this to you, and I think I've explained it well. This is a witch hunt. President Trump has said this from the very beginning. You know, these people have no basis in reality. Adam Schiffer brain goes in front of the intelligence community and completely fabricates what Trump said to the Ukrainian president, even though he had the transcript. So if all of this stuff, there, my whole question was, we're going to get into this letter because I'm going to spend most of this show talking about the letter. But there was a letter written. Let me let me explain it to you. Because you for those of you who didn't watch the television show, let me explain it to you. The Trump White House wrote Nancy Pelosi, 
Elliot Engel, who's the chairman of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, Adam Schifferbrains, who's the chairman of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, and Elijah Cummings, chairman of House Committee on Oversight and Reform, wrote him a letter saying, we're done. Either you file formal impeachment charges and proceedings and vote out in the House, or we're done. We're done. We're not doing anything more. I'm not sending a person to your fake phony witch hunt. I'm not sending anybody to testify. I'm not giving you any more information until you start following the law. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you. We're tired of the shenanigans. We're tired of the chinsery. We're tired of the made-up crap. Either put your money where your mouth is or shut your pie hole. Seriously. Shut your hole. Know your role. Shut your hole. Remember that from the Mojo days? Know your role and shut your hole. And they don't. And they have nothing. And that's why you see these liberals out there flailing the arms and, and oh, my gosh, President Trump, he's, he's disregarding subpoenas. No, he's not. No, he's not. And I said in my, my television show, and I'm going to say it here today, I'm tired of the mainstream media. I'm tired of Fox News. I'm tired of all these news outlets getting this wrong. So let me go into what's going on here. The president had uh, this person. And, and once again, I have to apologize. I said this on the television show. I don't know if it's a man or a woman, but it's Pat Cipollone, C-I-P-O-L-L-O-N-E, counsel to the president. I don't know if that's a man or a woman. It looks like, I'm looking at the signature, it looks like it, I don't know. Uh, the, the writing's good enough. It could be a woman, but then again, men have good handwriting too. I don't know. Pat Cipollone. But here's the deal. It says, Dear Madam Speaker and Chairman, I write on behalf of President Donald J. Trump in response to your numerous legally unsupported demands made as part of what you have labeled contrary to the Constitution of the United States and all, pa or, and, and all past bipartisan president and impeachment inquiry. As you know, you have designed and implemented your inquiry in a manner that violates fundamental fairness and constitutionally mandated due process. For example, you have denied the president the right to cross-examine witnesses, to call witnesses, to receive transcripts of testimony, to have evidence, access to evidence, to have counsel present, many other basic rights guaranteed to all Americans. You have conducted your proceedings in secret. You have violated civil liberties and the separation of powers by threatening executive branch officials claiming that you will seek to punish those who exercise fundamental constitutional rights and prerogatives. All of this violates the Constitution, the rule of law, or the rule of law in every past president. Never before in our history has the House of Representatives, under the control of either political party, taken the American people down this dangerous path you seem determined to pursue. Pretty straightforward, right? They said, to put simply, you seek to overturn the results of the 2016 election and deprive the American people of the president they have freely chosen. Many Democrats now apparently view impeachment not only as a means to undo the Democratic results of the last election, but as a strategy to influence the next one, which is barely more than a year away. As one member of Congress explained, he is concerned that if we don't impeach the president, he will get reelected. Your highly partisan and unconstitutional effort threatens grave and lasting damage to our democratic institutions, to our system of free elections, and to the American people. Now he goes on. In addition, information has recently come to light that the whistleblower had contact with Chairman Adam Schifferbrain's office before filing the complaint. 
His initial denial of such contact caused the Washington Compost to conclude that Chairman Schifferbrains clearly made a statement that was false. In any event, the American people understand that Chairman Schiff for Brains cannot covertly assist with the submission of a complaint, mislead the public about his involvement, read a counterfeit version of the call to the American people, and then pretend to sit in judgment as a neutral investigator. For these reasons, President Trump and his administration reject, reject your baseless, unconstitutional efforts to overturn the democratic process. Your unprecedented actions have left the president with no choice. In order to fulfill his duties to the American people, the Constitution, the executive branch, and all future occupants of the office of the presidency, President Trump and his administration cannot participate in your partisan and unconstitutional inquiry under these circumstances. Can I get a hell yes? I mean, I'm not an attorney. Don't play one on TV, even though my name's Matt Locke. But it seems pretty legit to me, doesn't it to you? I mean, it seems pretty clear, right? So far, I'm about two pages in here. This seems pretty damn clear. Uh, we're not falling for your games. If you want to sit here and tell the world and tell the press and lie to everybody and tell them how I'm under investigation, all this stuff, no, 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 no. You'd better vote on it because you're breaking precedent. And in our history of our country, this has never happened. And I'm not going along with it. And they say your inquiry is constitutionally invalid and a violation of due process in the history of our nation. The House, of the House of Representatives has never attempted to launch an impeachment inquiry against the president without a majority of the House taking political accountability for that decision by voting to authorize such a dramatic constitutional step. Here, House leadership claims to have initiated the gravest inner branch conflict contemplated under our Constitution by means of nothing more than a press conference at which the Speaker of the House simply announced an official Impeachment inquiry. Your contrived process is unprecedented in the history of the nation and lacks the necessary authorization for a valid impeachment proceedings. Now, they go on to say the committees have not established any procedures affording the president even the most basic protections demanded by due process under the Constitution by fundamental fairness. And due process means, they put the definition in, the right to be informed of the law, of the charges against you, the right to confront the witnesses against you, to call your own witnesses, and to have the assistance of counsel. All of these procedures have been abandoned. These due process rights are not a matter of discretion for the committees to dispense with at will. To the contrary, they're constitutional requirements. The Supreme Court has recognized that due process protections apply to all Congressional investigations. So right there, the less breaking the law. The Supreme Court has recognized that due process protections apply to all congressional investigations. Isn't that what the left's calling this? A, 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 an impeachment inquiry? This is a congressional investigation. So Trump is due his due process rights. He's not getting them. Once again, Trump's on the side of law. The left is not. Indeed, it has been recognized that the due process clause applies to impeachment proceedings. They're calling this an impeachment inquiry. And precedent for the rights to cross-examine witnesses, call witnesses, and present evidence dates back nearly 150 years. To comply with the Constitution's demands, appropriate procedures would include, at a minimum, the right to see all evidence, 
to present evidence, to call witnesses, to have counsel present at all hearings, to cross-examine all witnesses, to make objections relating to the examination of witnesses or the admissibility of testimony and evidence, and to respond to evidence and testimony. Likewise, the committees must provide for the disclosure of all evidence favorable to the president and all evidence bearing on the credibility of witnesses called to testify in the inquiry. The committee's current procedures provide none of these basic constitutional rights. In addition... The House has not provided the committee's ranking members with the authority to issue subpoenas. The right of the minority to issue subpoenas subject to the same rules as the majority has been the standard bipartisan practice in all recent resolutions authorizing presidential impeachment inquiries. The House's failure to provide co-equal subpoena power in this case ensures that any inquiry will be nothing more than a one-sided effort by House Democrats to gather information favorable to their views and to selectively release it as only they determine, as they are. They're leaking everything to the press other than the truth. The House's utter disregard for the established procedural safeguards followed in past impeachment inquiries shows that the current proceedings are nothing more than an unconstitutional exercise in political theater. Man, I'm telling you, I'm fired up. We're halfway through. I'm halfway through this letter. And I'm fired up. Because here you've got Trump, every step of the way, pointing out the the illegitimate witch hunt that is the Democrat Party. Now, it's going to get real good here in a minute. I'm going to take a quick time out because I want you to head over to the matlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. It's my website. you got to sign up for the, the newsletter. It comes out once a month. But I've got a link over there to Ver Forever CBD oil. I'm ordering more CBD oil today for my dog, Samson. Works great. You can get over there and get CBD oil for you. Get it for your pet. You can get cream. They're getting ready to come out with new products that are going to hit the shelf for you ladies. Can't give it away, but it's coming soon. But if you head over to the matlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E, you hit that Verve Forever link. If you use Verve 20, V-E-R-V-E 2-0. I'm being told that V-E-R-V-E 30 works. I don't know. But for first-time customers, V-E-R-V-E 50 will get you 50% off your initial order. Get over to Verve Forever, that link on my website. That's how I get paid. Order you some CBD oil. Helps with anxiety, sleep, aches and pains, inflammation, all kinds of things. Get over there now, verforever.com. Do it. If you're looking into CBD oil, go research. They've got a website. It's fantastic. They've got all the stuff up there. It is so amazing. But thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E, for forever, for 20, 30, or 50, do it now. All right, I want to get back to this. Because here, I wanted to stop right there for a minute. Because we're getting to the good stuff now. Because right now, you're seeing this theater. This political theater play out. And they even say this. It's an unconstitutional exercise in political theater. It is. It is political theater. And so what's going on right now, this inquiry has no teeth. The emperor has no clothes. It has no bearing. The left can't do anything other than run out to the media and cry wolf. Oh, well, President Trump and, and Mike Pompeo and now the ambassador, the oh, Trump's obstructing justice. Nope. He's not. He's just not allowing you to frame him for something he didn't do. And they're pissed about it. The left is absolutely pissed about it. Why? Because Trump won't go along with their flam. He won't go along with their sham, their shim sham. He's not going to do it. And they're pissed. And they have no legal foundation to stand on because they know that this is not an impeachment proceeding. It's an inquiry. So here's the thing. I want you to listen to this because all of the news keeps getting this wrong. It's driving me nuts. Even Fox News 
keeps talking about this, and it just irritates the living snot out of me. Because what is happening here, let me read this to you very clearly, because this is an important part of this letter. It says, as if denying the president basic procedural protections were not enough, the committees have also resorted to threats and intimidation against potential executive branch witnesses. Threats by the committees against executive branch, branch witnesses who assert common and long-standing rights destroy the integrity of the process and brazenly violate fundamental due process once again. In letters to State Department employees, the committees have ominously, easy for me to say, threatened without any legal basis and before the committees even issued a subpoena that any failure to appear. In response to a mere letter request for a deposition shall constitute evidence of obstruction. See, they cannot issue subpoenas. Why? Because it's not an official impeachment proceeding. It's an inquiry. They can investigate. They can ask people to show up and give them information. But here's the thing. All this is is a letter of request. It has no legal binding, What? nothing. It does not bind these people to show up at all. So what has Trump said? Screw you. Screw you. We're not doing it until, until you get your act together, we're not doing it. I want you to listen to this. So the suggestion that it would be somehow problematic for anyone to raise long-established executive branch confidentiality interests and privileges in response to a request for a deposition is legally unfounded. Not surprisingly, the Office of Legal Counsel, I'm going to say that one more time, the Office of Legal Counsel at the Department of Justice, bunch of attorneys, has made clear on multiple occasions that employees of the executive branch who have been instructed not to appear or not to provide particular testimony before Congress based on privileges or immunities of the executive branch cannot be punished for following those instructions. Current and former State Department officials are duty-bound to protect the confidentiality interest of the executive branch and the Office of Legal Counsel, remember those lawyers again, has also recognized that it is unconstitutional to exclude agency counsel from participating in said depositions. So once again, let me, for those of you in Flint, Indiana, who don't have law degrees like me, it's illegal on the Democrats' part to have depositions of people without without having agency counsel with them. And guess what's going on? The left is not allowing these people to come in and talk with agency counsel with them. That's breaking the law. But is anybody Are you surprised? I mean, seriously. Are you surprised at all? Are you surprised in the least bit that the Democrats are trying to cut corners? Because I'm going to tell you, I, I'm going to wrap this all up. I'm going to get through this, and I'm going to wrap it up with a great big bow. And I'm going to tell you what the strategy here is, because I believe it's brilliant. But we're going to keep going here, okay? Because that's just the Office of Legal Counsel. So threats aimed at in intimidating individual individuals who assert these basic rights are attacks on civil liberties, and they should profoundly concern all Americans. They should. The left believes they're outside the law. 
So I want to get to, we're on page five. The effort to impeach President Trump without regard to any evidence of his actions in office is a naked political strategy that began the day he was inaugurated, and perhaps even before. In fact, your transparent rush to judgment, lack of democratically accountable authorization, and violation of basic rights in the current proceedings make clear the illegitimate partisan purpose of this purported impeachment inquiry. Say that fast three times. The founders, however, did not create the extraordinary mechanism of impeachment so it could be used by a political party that feared for its prospects against the sitting president in the next election. The decision as to who will be elected president in 2020 should rest with the people of the United States exactly where the Constitution places it. Now, Democrats themselves used to recognize the dire implications of impeachment for the nation. For example, here's what Chairman Jerry Nadler said uh, quite some years ago. He says, the effect of impeachment is to overturn the popular will of the voters. We must not overturn an election and remove a president from office except to defend our system of government or our constitutional liberties against a dire threat, and we must not do so without an overwhelming consensus of the American people. There must never be a narrowly voted impeachment or an impeachment supported by one of our major political parties and opposed by another. Such an impeachment will produce divisiveness and bitterness in our politics for years to come and will call into question the very legitimacy of our political institutions. You think, Jerry? You think? Because that's currently what's going on. So it is transparent. And this is, there's no legitimate basis for this impeachment inquiry. It says it is transparent that you have resorted, and they're talking about, this is the, a lawyer talking about the Democrats, you have resorted to such unprecedented and unconstitutional procedures because you know that a fair process would expose the lack of any basis for your inquiry. She's saying you're, they're full of shit. They have no proof. They have no basis for the inquiry. In addition, it says, the Department of Justice announced that officials there have reviewed the call for a referral for an alleged campaign finance law violation because they're saying that maybe Trump violated finance law when he asked the Ukrainian president to help look into 2016. Um, the DOJ, Department of Justice, found no such violation. Okay, page seven. We're almost there. Here's the deal. The real problem, attorney says, as we are now learning, is that Adam Schiffering's office and perhaps others, despite initial denials, were involved in advising the whistleblower before the complaint was filed. Yep. Initially, when asked on national television about the interactions with the whistleblower, Chairman Schiff for Brains unequivocally stated, we have not spoken directly with the whistleblower. We would like to. That's a direct quote. Now, however, it has been reported that the whistleblower approached the House Intelligence Committee with information and received guidance from the committee before ever filing a complaint with the IG. As a result, the Washington Compost concluded that Chairman Schifferbrains clearly made a statement that was false. Anyone who was involved in the preparation or the submission of the whistleblower's complaint cannot possibly act as a fair and impartial judge in the same matter, particularly after misleading the American people about his involvement. Now, all of this raises serious questions. That must be investigated. However, the committees are preventing anyone, including the minority, from looking into these critically important matters. At the very least, 
Chairman Adam Schiffer brains, must immediately make all available, all documents relating to the issue. After all, the American people have a right to know what the committee is doing in respects to these matters. Wow. Yes. Yes. Given that your inquiry lacks any legitimate constitutional foundation, any pretense of fairness, or even the most elementary due process protections, the executive branch cannot be expected to participate in it. Because participating in this inquiry under the current unconstitutional posture would inflict lasting institutional harm on the executive branch and lasting damage to the separation of powers. You have, you have left the president no choice. Consistent with the duties of the president of the United States, and in particular his obligation to preserve the rights of future occupants of the office, President Trump cannot permit his administration to participate in this partisan inquiry under these conditions. Thank you, President Trump. Now, I have to tell you, that's the letter. I talked about it on TV. I'm talking about it now on the podcast. Thank you for putting America first. And I'm going to tell you, this, this really pisses off the left. The left is irritated today because, once again, President Trump, the dummy, the dunce, the idiot, he's a moron, right? Well, he's outmaneuvered them again. And I'm going to tell you how. Right after... I tell you about Scars and Stripes coffee. You want some good coffee? It's starting to be fall, right? You're starting to get cooler in the morning. You can sit on that back deck, watch the leaves start to change colors. There's a little crispness in the air, you know, feels good. Maybe sweatshirt weather. How nice would it be to have a hot cup of Scars and Stripes coffee? It's great coffee. They've got all kinds of different choices now, which is fantastic. I mean, there's a bunch you need to get over to their website, scarsandstripescoffee.com. That's S-C-A-R-S, scarsandstripescoffee.com. The link's up at my website, thematlockshow.com. But you're empowering a veteran. That's what we love. You know my heart here for the veterans. You know I'm an ambassador for savethebrave.org. Savethebrave.org. It's a 501c3. 100% of the money goes to the veterans. But you're empowering a veteran with Scars and Stripes Coffee. They have an e-commerce platform that allows these veterans to start their own business, to be entrepreneurs, to make money, to sell as much coffee, merchandise, anything on the website they can find. So if you head over to Scars and Stripes Coffee, you're going to empower a veteran. And you're going to get great coffee. And it's fall. I've got my coffee right here. It's, it's the afternoon now, but I don't care. I drink it all day. So good. It's probably why I'm hyper. <laughs> it's, why, it's probably why I'm always, you know, on edge. Maybe. I don't know. I like caffeine, but I love my coffee. I got to have it in the morning. I drink probably about a pot of it a day. But head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. Empower a veteran today. They're a fantastic company. I love them. And I'm proud to say I'm an ambassador of their brand. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. Do it now. Empower a veteran. Go over and do it now. If you want to, go to thematlockshow.com. Link's there as well. So, all right. We're halfway through, which if you can believe, we're halfway through the podcast today. And I've taken a considerable amount of time to explain to you 
what is going on with this letter out of the White House. And it's masterful, it's masterfully done. It's amazing to watch these morons on the left think that they can outmaneuver Trump because they believe he's stupid. I mean, they've fallen for the echo chamber that is the left. They, they, they believe that Trump is stupid, and I'm going to tell you something here as I head. So there's a rebuttal here. Of course, the left isn't going to stand around. They're going to go out there and flail their arms. They're going to say that Trump's wrong. They're going to give you their side of the story, and they're going to go to a very complicit media to do it, right? So I saw this article last night. I was sitting on the back patio. I was having an adult beverage after playing golf. I was watching the Astros-Rays game uh, in the playoffs. And I'm smoking my cigar there, and I see this article from Breitbart. And I've got it right here. Pelosi vows to hold Trump accountable after refusal to comply with the impeachment probe. It's not a probe. It's an inquiry. It's a sham. So I took to Twitter, and I said, you know what? How would you? I mean, let's ask the question, okay? How would Nancy Pelosi hold Donald Trump accountable? There's no formal impeachment proceeding. Trump laid it out in the letter, well, his lawyer did, and said, look, we're not going to be part of this sham. You know, our due process rights, our civil liberties are all being trounced upon by you, and you know it. So we're not going to be part of this. So my first question would be, and I think yours too, okay, Nancy, how would Trump be held accountable? For what? What are you going to do? Are you going to run out to the media and cry, oh, well, Donald Trump, he won't follow us. Oh, we're so mad. He won't. We're, we're upset. He won't let us frame him. That's what it is. Trump's not going to sit around while the media frames the argument. Now, I saw an article the other day, and now I understand why. When you go to the Drudge Report, which I think the Drudge Report's getting a little bit wonky here. So yesterday I saw this article. It says, 11,000 Trump tweets. Oh, my God, out of control. Well, Trump is not sitting around letting the left craft the narrative. See how that works? That's why Kamala Harris wanted him taken down off Twitter. That's why Kamala Harris is asking, hey, Jack, 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 uh, Jack, he's getting his word out there. Can we shut this down? What's going on? Trump is going to Twitter and telling you and I what is actually going on because the only, the only defense the left has is the media. Think about it. Everything they're doing within this impeachment inquiry is not lawful. It's not constitutional. They're doing nothing within the bounds of right and wrong. So what do they do? They need public persuasion. They need the public court of opinion. They need people to be pissed. And how do they do that? They run to their little buddies in the mainstream media who are part of the Democrat Party propaganda wing. And then they try it in the court of public opinion. So what does Trump do? He runs to social media and says, all right, here you go. Here's the real deal. And I'm telling you, he has been tweeting like crazy because it made it to the front page of Drudge. But he has to. But I got on a tangent there because here's the deal. How are you, Nancy Pelosi, going to hold the president accountable? The president in the letter, you know, he, he, he showed everybody the sham investigation. 
And I'm telling you, I don't think I don't think Nancy Pelosi even cares about her job anymore because she knows the rules. I mean, she knows she can't do this. She knows she has no power to issue subpoenas. And of course, they've got every committee in the House working on this. Not the Judiciary Committee. They have every committee, which has never been done either. They're look they're in search of, like they did with the Mueller report, they're in search of a crime because they don't have one. So they're doing everything behind closed doors. Why do you think this is headed up by the Intelligence Committee? I've told you this before. Rush has said it. They're doing this under the cloak of darkness. They don't want you to know. They don't want you to know. They want to do whatever they want to do. And now Trump's pushing back. And they're like, oh, you can't push back. How dare you fight us over the fact we're trying to frame you? How dare you? It's amazing, isn't it? It is absolutely amazing that they're pissed that Trump's fighting back because they have no constitutional standard. They have nothing to hold him on. And here's what I said in the end. Okay, how are you going to hold Trump accountable? Your investigation is a sham, and you obviously don't understand your job. Should we impeach you, Nancy Pelosi? Because listen to what Nancy has to say. Nancy says, you know, she responded Tuesday to President Donald Trump's refusal to cooperate with an impeachment inquiry. She says, you know what, Mr. President? You're not above the law. You will be held accountable. Well, you're not above the law either, Nancy. And you're not following the law. You're not above the law? Well, neither are you. But she goes on because she that wasn't enough yet. She says, for a while, the president has tried to normalize lawlessness. Now, I read you that letter. The people who are being lawless are the Democrats. No due process. No civil liberties rights. I mean, they're the ones operating outside of the law. But what's the first thing the left does? Projects. Oh, well, 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 the president has tried to normalize lawlessness. Nope. And now he's trying to make lawlessness a virtue. Nope, you are. But she wasn't done yet. She says the White House letter is only the latest attempt to cover up his betrayal of our democracy and to insist that the president is above the law. No, he's fighting back against a lawless investigation that has no teeth. And the only thing the left can do is run to the media. Now, she finishes with this. She says this letter is manifestly wrong and is simply another unlawful attempt to hide the facts of the Trump administration's brazen efforts to pressure foreign powers to intervene in the 2020 election. Now, the transcript says she's wrong. Once again, we can sit here and I can point you to facts that succinctly say that Nancy Pelosi is wrong. And she says, despite the White House's stonewalling, we see a growing body of evidence that shows that President Trump abused his office and violated his oath to protect, preserve, and defend the Constitution. It added, Mr. President, you're not above the law. You will be held accountable. Okay, so let me tell you what's going on here. I talked about this in the television show today, and I've got a theory, and it's a good one, I believe, and I, I believe I'm right because I've been telling you this whole time. We spent almost 40 minutes on this now, right? I've been telling you this entire time, the only recourse the left has is to run to the media and public opinion. That's it. 
lawfully, they're on shaky ground and they know it. The DOJ, the, the Office of Legal Counsel, all that stuff says, nope, no due process, no this, no that, no civil liberties, you're done, right? The left has continually told you Trump's dumb. I'm going to tell you what Trump did. Checkmate. And everybody talks about 4D chess. Trump is eight steps ahead of these lunatics. And he just checkmated Nancy Pelosi. She now has no moves. If you've ever played chess, checkmate is win. You get the king. You've checkmated the king. The king can no longer move to any other space on the board and you win. Checkmate. We now see the Democrat Party in a position where they don't have any more moves. They do have moves. I'm going to tell you, Trump has forced them into one move. And it's going to work to his favor either way. And it's amazing what he's done. And he's sitting back there, and I'm telling you, the guy is laughing to himself, thinking, this is just too easy. These people are a bunch of morons. But here's what he has done to the Democrat Party and Nancy Pelosi. They either vote on impeachment proceedings in the House. They have to. There's no other option because Trump has literally taken her knees out from under her because now people like you and I are going, wait a minute, we hear the Democrats screeching. We hear the Democrats saying everything that she's saying. We hear it, but Pompeo didn't show up. Nobody from the State Department showed up. This ambassador to the EU didn't show up. Trump is openly, what they want you to believe, Trump is openly breaking the law. Well, if Trump is openly breaking the law, you ought to be able to bring criminal charges, right? They won't. They don't have any. So here's, here's the two things that will happen. They'll either vote for impeachment and not have enough votes, and it's over. I want you to think about it. This is why they have not voted. This is exactly why they have not voted. Because either, well, there's three things that could happen. There won't be a vote at all because Nancy knows she doesn't have the votes, right? So once again, Trump's going to say, look, they're not even voting. They don't have the votes. They don't have the votes. They're not on board. This is lawless. I put out the letter. I'm done. So there's that route, right? So no option there. They'll hold a vote. And they won't have enough, which puts this whole thing to bed. Because then Trump will go out and say, um, they voted. And they didn't impeach in the House. Over. No more investigations. No more anything. And then the third thing will be, they'll vote. They'll have enough in the House to impeach. They'll take it to the Senate where Trump will destroy them because now it is an impeachment proceeding and gives Trump all the things the letter talked about gives him the right to testimony, gives him the right to witnesses, gives him the right to rebut, gives them the right to subpoena, gives them the right to bring out. So it would now become a fair and legit investigation or proceeding where Trump could defend himself. The left doesn't want that to happen because they're not holding any cards. The emperor has no clothes. So Trump, realistically, Trump has put Nancy and the House in a position where they lose all the way around. They're in quicksand. They're literally in quicksand. They don't know it. They're sinking inches at a time, and they just don't realize it. And they have no legal basis or anything to stand on. None.
And here we are. Here we are. And Trump's like, okay, let's go. Let's dance. Your move. Your move, Nancy. What are you going to do? And yeah, I'll tell you, my opinion, and I was watching this morning, they asked on, I think it was Fox News, do you think that Nancy will hold a vote? It was split two to two. I don't think she even holds a vote. And if she doesn't hold a vote, we all stay right here. And you know what Trump's doing? I'll, I'll, I'll give you the overall strategy of what Trump's doing. Because I think Trump knows, like you and I, that Nancy's not willing to have a vote. It's a good old Mexican standoff here. And guess what Trump's doing? He's going to drag this out as long as he can. Because what's going on? A Democrat primary. Who's not getting any pub? The Democrats. Why? Because it's overshadowed by this impeachment inquiry. And these liberals, they want it done quickly. They want it done now so that it does not affect what goes on in the primaries. And what's happening here, the longer this is drawn out, the more President Trump wins. I got a story here. I was talking about this the other day, and I talked about it on the show uh, today with the uh, television. But I was talking to you about Louisiana. And this, is, and this is fantastic because the longer this goes, the silent majority becomes awake, early voting in an October 12th jungle primary between incumbent Louisiana governor John Edwards and two Republican candidates has shown massive turnout. Republicans are coming out because they're tired of the shenanigans. The silent majority is growing bigger and bigger and bigger, and that only benefits Trump the longer he keeps these idiots in the news cycle. They're only bringing more attention to how moronic they are, and they're losing the court of public opinion. Now, you can listen to all these MSLSDs and these CNNs and all of the wackadoodles on the left telling you Trump's got big problems, but it's not true. You're seeing it right here, clear as day. Republican turnout in Louisiana was up 84%. Independents, 80%. These people are pissed, and they're motivated, and they're coming out, and Trump knows it. So it's a fantastic strategy because the longer he keeps this in front of the cameras, the better off it is for him. The better off it is for his numbers. The better off it is for his fundraising. The better off it is for everything that he does, and the worse it is for the Democrat Party because, once again, they're out of choices. Donald Trump is a straight, he is a stable genius. He has played the Democrat Party like a fiddle. He has literally outmaneuvered them at every step of the way. And now what are you seeing? Now, now, now what are we seeing? Hillary Clinton. Why? Because the Democrats hate, they hate their candidates. Joe Biden, done. Elizabeth Warren caught him today. And I'm telling you, I'm not a big poll guy. But I'm telling you this, when it comes to these Democrats, when it comes to, you know, who's going to lead that Democrat party, they want the right numbers. They're not going to fudge these because this is their team. Elizabeth Warren's starting to kick his ass. Nobody likes Elizabeth Warren. We're seeing the articles out of the Wall Street Journal, all these big money people. If Elizabeth Warren gets the nomination, we're going to sit on our hands or we're going to vote for Trump. They hate him. So, you know, everybody hates these Democrat candidates. So guess what? Hillary. You know, I, I told you the Democrats were in quicksand. They needed help. They believe Hillary is the help. Hillary Clinton, maybe we need a rematch with me and Trump. I can beat him again. Um, you know, somebody really should tell Hillary about how our government works, about how our electoral process works, about how a president gets elected, because Hillary, you didn't beat him. If you beat him, you'd be the president. The popular vote doesn't mean shit. 
it's so funny too because Tom Fitton's out there from from Judicial Watch. And he's like, um, yeah, about two million illegals voted in 2016 and 18. Two million illegal voters voted. Who do you think they voted for? The popular vote doesn't mean shit, and Hillary knows it. And she's out there, well, I can beat him again. You didn't beat him the first time, sister. You ought to get back on your meds. You ought to figure out what's going on. And, and, and maybe they, and there's a couple stories like this, which is amazing. I'm here on Twitter. I was sharing them um, last night. And you've got this story, of course, where Hillary says, you know, eh, maybe we need a rematch. But you also have another story out there. Hillary's out there saying, well, you know, I can take him. You know, I, I could do it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that's uniquely prepared to do it. So what did Trump go out there and do? I mean, this is the whole thing. Trump went out there yesterday on Twitter and said, hey, 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 hey. And this is how the stable genius in him again. He says, you know what, Hillary? You ought to run against the uber left, Elizabeth Warren, and steal the election from her. How ama- I want you to think about that. I was talking about it yesterday. What an amazing play on words. Because we all know, and we all know what Trump was trying to do there, he was showing everybody that Hillary indeed stole the election from Bernie in 2016. We know it. CrowdStrike, the DNC server, it's all there. We're, you know, we're all talking about this. Trump's trying to get all the information out, and they're doing everything they can, the Democrats, to hide it. But Trump comes out to Twitter and says, hey, maybe you ought to steal it from Elizabeth Warren again. And Hillary's like, don't tempt me. Please, 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 run again. Please, 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 please. I would love to see Hillary run again. Donna, you think you think Trump and Hillary 1.0 was good? Wait until you see part two. Trump would annihilate her. Everything would be in play. He would run her into silliness. And you saw it. You saw it back in 2016. She had zero stamina. You think she could do it again? No, she's sick. Hell, you got Bernie Sanders having heart attacks. You got Sleepy Joe. You got Hiawatha, you know, Focahontas over there. I mean, you got a bunch of idiots. And then you got Hillary Clinton, the crooked one. See how those, see what Trump does? See how he does it? But during an interview aired on Tuesday's broadcast of PBS NewsHour, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton remarked that maybe there should be a rematch between her and President Trump. And she says, obviously, I can beat him again. Hillary said, you know, it's what's truly remarkable is how obsessed he remains with me. But the latest tweet is so typical of him. Nothing has been more examined and looked at than my emails. No, it hasn't. It was done by Peter Strzok. Stroke, smirk, him and Lisa Page. It wasn't. You weren't investigated. You were hands off, kids gloves. You were, oh, oh, nothing's been more examined and looked at than my emails. Wrong. You destroyed 33,000 of them under subpoena, by the way. And you know what she says? She says, we all know that. So he's either lying or he's delusional. Or both. There was no subpoena. Of course there was. These people lie. They lie for a living. No subpoena. You were subpoenaed to turn over your emails. And what happened? You and your attorney determined what emails you were going to turn over in a court of law. And then you got away with it. But yet you've been investigated. Shut the hell up, you crazy bitch. 
I hope she runs. I hope Trump slaps the living piss out of her. I hope he pulls out the big guns. And I hope he whips the snutter. Because I'm going to tell you my little theory that I told everybody on the television show today. She's going to run. She has been in the news nonstop for the last 10 days. It's October, my friends. It's October 9th, as a matter of fact. Here's my theory. I give it about another two months. We're going to be right in the middle of December, right around Christmas time, because the Iowa caucus happens in January, right? She doesn't need the money. She's got that already. I mean, money's going to start flowing into her coffers immediately. All they got to do is turn back on the Clinton Foundation. And that's the other thing that people should be looking into. You know, they were getting hundreds of millions of dollars a year into the Clinton coffers from the Clinton Foundation charity, and now they get about $20 million. Where'd all that money go? Why did everybody just suddenly stop giving to charity? <laughs> Doesn't take a genius or a rocket scientist, scientist to figure that out, right? Pay to play. They were paying for influence from Hillary. She's going to have money instantaneously. She has name recognition, and she's going to come in, and she's going to, you know, she's going to say, well, I'm here to save the Democratic Party. Only I can win. Only I can win. And by that time, they will have ran Joe Biden out of the race. By that time, Bernie Sanders will be done. I've got another story in my stack that I'm not going to get to today. But by that time, Bernie's going to be out of it. He had a heart attack. I mean, he can't, you, you know, these guys, they're not going to be able to campaign. They're not going to be able to get out there in front of people. I mean, Trump changed the landscape. And Trump is going to campaign everywhere. You wait and watch. He is going to outshine. I know his strategy already. He is going to outshine the Democrat primary. Nobody's going to beat Trump. We can sit here and we can say that Joe Walsh or a Bill Weld are going to primary him. Trump will beat the living snot out of them. He's got 90-plus percent approval among the Republican Party. But the thing that Trump's going to do while all of these Democrats are trying to get their names out there, he's just going to destroy them. He's going to overshadow them. He is going to outwork them, out-hustle them, out-campaign them. And, and you're going to throw Hillary Clinton back in that mess again? The woman who took a vacation every four weeks to be out one week? Joe Biden's that way. Now you got Bernie Sanders that way. I mean, you look at the Democratic Party, they're old and frail. Trump will run circles around any one of them. That goes up against him. So now you've got Hillary saying she's already already beat Trump once. But here's the funny thing. You know, as we start to see these articles come out, I've been holding on to this article for oh, about three or four days. And this came out uh, October 6th. Former San Francisco mayor and California State Assembly Speaker Willie Brown. Remember Willie Brown? Kamala Harris? He was uh, knocking boots with her. That's how she got to the top or the bottom or whatever they're doing. Has declared that only Hillary Clinton can defeat President Trump in 2020. See, here it comes. This is what's happening. All of these Democrats on the left, they're trying to maneuver Hillary. They're trying to bolster her. They're trying to make her seem like she's the only legit candidate that could come out and beat Trump. Because they hate, they hate, they hate all of the candidates on the left. It isn't going to be Buttigieg. It isn't going to be Booker. It isn't going to be Castro. It isn't going to be Kamala or Klobacher. It isn't going to be Tulsi. It isn't going to be Joe. It isn't going to be, they hate Bernie. Hell, they rigged the damn 2016 election for Hillary. They hate Bernie. He's gone. And it sure as the hell ain't going to be Elizabeth Warren because all big money in Wall Street says we're going to sit in our hands or we're going to vote for Trump. So what do you got left? What do you have left? 
Hillary Clinton. So what's Willie Brown here? He's just beating that war drum. He's getting out in front of this story, see? Depression. Depression over the current field was swirling through my head the other day, he says. Um, think about it. Hillary is still the smartest of the bunch. She's also better known than any of the candidates, so she doesn't need a lot of money. Clinton is the only candidate short of Barack Obama who has the brains, the battle-tested brawn, and the national presence to take on Trump. And Obama can't run. That's why we talk about Michelle, because, you know, once again, it's not about Hillary or, or, or Michelle Obama. It's about their husbands. It's a proxy president. They want Bill Clinton back in that White House. They want Barack Obama back in that White House, right? And that's what he's saying here. You know, Clinton is the only candidate short of Barack Obama. Brown's latest vote of no confidence in the current Democratic field echoes his earlier pronouncements. In February, he had already declared that none of the candidates, including his former lava, Kamala Harris, could beat Trump. The Democratic candidates all have impressive credentials, winning personalities, and positive messages, but none displays the, person, the people personality that our media-savvy president has mastered. No, none of, them, none of them stands a chance against Trump, not even Hillary. You know, it's a wet dream. It's a fantasy from the left. They believe Hillary, I mean, they really believe Hillary is the godsend. She couldn't beat Trump in a rigged election. She couldn't. I mean, they. if you look at what happened in 2016, they rigged the election. Every one of these morons thought Hillary Clinton was going to win. And they thought they had rigged the election in her favor, and then you stood up. You, Americans, red-blooded deplorables, you stood up. And he said, you know what? No. No. We're not going to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not voting with my vagina. I'm not voting because she's Bill Clinton's wife. I'm not doing it. I'm voting because I want a president who loves this country. And I'll tell you, I am so pleasantly surprised at Trump. I voted for Cruz in the primary. I'll be the first to admit I didn't vote for Trump. I voted for Ted Cruz in the primary because I thought he was the guy. But when it came down to Trump and Clinton, it was the easiest choice I have ever made. And I didn't have to hold my nose like I did with Romney and when, when I did with McCain. I didn't have to hold my nose. I actually felt good about voting for Trump. And you know what? I'm going to feel even better when I do it again. I'm going to feel better when I do it again because there is, and I, I'm telling you, it would be amazing. And I hope this come true. I, I hope just for, for selfish purposes alone, for this radio show, for my television show, and for the next five years, I really hope Hillary Clinton runs again. God, I hope I, I, if there's anything I want for Christmas, Hillary Clinton running for president again. Because I'm going to tell you, for one, it'll be a year's worth of radio gold. Because she has to declare before the Iowa caucus. <clears throat> it, it, she has to. It will be a year of making money hand over fist for me. It will be a financial boon. I'm, I'm a capitalist. I'll tell you right now, I love making money. My career is on the upshoot. My star is getting brighter every day. Oh, by the way, I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, as I, as I finish up this show today, I don't know if you saw it. If you don't follow me on Instagram, at RealMattLock, go do that at Instagram. I put up a lot of photos and whatnot. But uh, there is a chart for podcasts in the country through iTunes because iTunes is one of the biggest one, um, Google Podcasts, another. But I'm 123rd in podcasts in this country today. 
123rd. Thank you. Thank you so much. My star's on the rise. I'm going to be in the top 100 in the next two or three weeks. I'm working on a marketing campaign right now. I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'm out there with, you know, AVN, America's Voice News. I'll be in Miami. I'm covering the Trump rally next week in Dallas. I mean, my star's on the rise. If you can help me, head over to iTunes. Leave me a review. Please, leave me a review. Let everybody know that you love the podcast. Now you can find the podcast, thematlockshow.com. We got the October giveaway going on on Twitter and Facebook, The Cartel Matt. Go give me a follow. But please, 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 if you've got an Apple phone, go over to iTunes and leave me a review. Good, bad, or ugly, doesn't matter. I want you to leave me a review. I want to know what you think. Tell all your folks to listen. Head over to iTunes and give me that review. Guys, that's it for Wednesday. Got Rocky Stucci tomorrow on America's Voice News. You're going to tune in uh, 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. We're going to talk about Trump's rally in Minnesota. And then I'm on a jet plane to Miami. All right, guys. For Wednesday's show of the Matt Locke Show, I'm out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. Get to Old Navy today for $5 leggings for women and girls. That's right. Must-have leggings in all the colors you love are on sale for just 5 bucks. But hurry, it's one day only today at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Ends tonight. Valid 1110. Select styles only.